Hello, everybody, lovers. Welcome to week 15 of the uh, regular season. Uh, we're here in the doghouse. We've got uh, we've got uh, Gri- Griff. Hello. Four inches. Hello. And uh, Gilo. Good evening. Of course, I'm uh, Johnny Fresh, your host. Um, we're going to go through what's going on in uh, in the the current week. Uh, hopefully, it's the uh, start of your fantasy. Uh, playoffs as well um hopefully it's less tumultuous than ours has been um but um yeah of course uh, you can read up about our thoughts on what's going on as well on our website www.billbelichicksworld.com uh and as well we're on twitter at belichicksworld so come and uh, say hello if uh, you disagree with anything here um so but f- let's get that that's all out of the way griff Start us off with a kickoff. Okay, it's an easy one. It wasn't a completed catch, therefore no touchdown. The rule is perfectly fine as it is. The ball clearly moved. What is the controversy? So we're talking about the James catch here, aren't we, for the Steelers? Yes. Uh, it it moved. I mean, it wasn't. Obvious for for me at first glance, but um, once the review was there, it became clear that uh, the rules are he wasn't, you know, he wasn't in control. But the, I guess for me, um, it's it's similar to Safari and Jenkins, I think, against the Pats as well, where he lost control and um in the same situation and the the catch was taken away in the in the red in the uh end zone uh the only one that i thought the only the call i didn't agree with this weekend was the bird for the panthers we'll get into that one later but um yeah no it wasn't a catch for me i think it's a really difficult one and it comes down to whether you end up over officiating games so with the rule as it stands then yes it was not a touchdown but if you play NFL down the park or, you know, when kids are at school in the US, that's a touchdown every time. So what, because the TV screens are there, it's now not a touchdown. <laughs> so right, the, the podcast dog is uh, trying to give John some, uh, some Christmas love, um, <laughs> which is uh, unexpected. <laughs> getting getting oh, mugged by a hot bitch. Very, <laughs> very amusing. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know... I get that it becomes more serious and it needs to be officiated you know, more stringently. But to me, in any other support you would be playing, that he caught the ball. And the ball did not leave his hands. So, yeah, the ball moved, but it didn't, he didn't lose control of that ball. But he did, because the rule says he did. Th- th- that's what I'm saying to you. So at the moment, the, rule, it was, the call was correct to the rule. The rule, for me, isn't isn't correct I think this is what it comes down to I think you sometimes you need this sort of controversy so the rules are looked at and I think this is what's going to happen it's a game with no end of rules and so many different ways a rule can be interpreted you know there's people there's Raiders fans still moaning about the tuck rule was it 16 years later yeah there or thereabouts so you need this sort of thing to happen so the rules can be reviewed alright sucks if you're a Steelers fan but Do you know what the, the the thing? The only reason I picked this out is it's not because specifically I was watching the Patriots game. It's more to do with I hear a lot of the time how lucky the Patriots are, how much they cheat, and how they just get away with things. And actually, 
all the Patriots players walked away. They all thought we've been done. Right, we've been done over the top. We blew the coverage. Game's over. There wasn't one protest. Belichick never protested on the sidelines. It, it wasn't anything to do with the Pats getting lucky. It was that's the rules, and he bobbled the ball. That's that's it. it was, and if it had happened to anyone else, we probably would talk about it less because that was the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah, it, it also comes down to the fact as well, though, is that all scoring plays are reviewed. If that had been in the middle of the field, that was a catch. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. So. This is what I mean about over-officiating sports, and it doesn't just happen. So I, I go and watch rugby union sometimes as well, and sometimes I'll sit there in the stands and I have to wait between five and seven minutes for them to make a decision. Again, if it takes... So would you get rid of TV replays or Hawkeye out no. of tennis and cricket? No, no, it's got to be there. No, I just think at that... that at that level... Yeah, I just think some of the rules need to be... Um, need to be looked at so they're not as ambiguous and so that actually everyone's playing the same game so that's that's just my thoughts no I'm, I'm with you I think yeah it's different from playing uh, down the, at school or down the park but so so, so is football you know uh, you know uh, we don't have goal line technology and you know replays to check who's offside and stuff but um, it's in every sport when you get to the pro level there is much more scrutiny but yeah the, it's just the rules itself I think need looking at uh, so yeah uh, so yeah I think it was a, yeah, I think it, sh- it I think it wasn't a touchdown based on the current rules but I think it should have been a touchdown I think it's unlucky as well because you mentioned Safari and Jenkins if that hadn't have happened and if it wasn't against the Patriots would we be would this be a kickoff question no and I think that's what it comes down to. The evil empire is evil again, you know? Yeah, it is, but it's not always its fault. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, look, you know, and we bash the Patriots as much as anybody, yeah? Which is fair. And we don't like them. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's Ever because we signed Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I, I think I think Gary's been disliking them a long time before. Yeah, look, I think you know, that just adds to the. Uh, the I think you know, there's been things in their history that have you know tarnished you know to some extent what they've achieved, um, because they don't need to do some of the things they did. They didn't need to go and watch you know teams practice behind closed doors, you know, try and steal their playbooks. They didn't need to deflate those balls, you know. They didn't, you know, yeah, I've got to deflate those balls in there. That's right, people. Um, but they didn't need to do those things because they were good enough already. And I think the fact that they tried to do those things means that there is a negative outlook towards what they've achieved and how they achieved it. So anything they achieve that's close and any other team played together is viewed differently because it's the Pats. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we, how you how you class that return, um, but yeah, we agree. Free kick. So. <laughs> yeah, take it yeah. again. Yeah. Um, so should we start off with the the games? We had Thursday night game, um, Denver uh, uh, going to Indianapolis. Denver twenty five, Indianapolis thirteen, and the the rebirth, like a phoenix from the flames of Brooke Osweiler. It's going to be a very short-lived rebirth, <laughs> as they've already said they'll play Paxton Lynch in the last Have few they? weeks, uh, <laughs> providing he's fit. Um, but to be fair to Brock, he, his stats are good. Um, came in for Simeon, uh, who was 5-9 and nine for 67 yards in, in a pick. And probably has played his last game for Denver. Seems so, yeah. Uh, Osweiler came in 12-17, for 17, 194 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. 
which is strange to see on a Bronco uh, quarterback this season. Um, yeah, but that all came from one place, didn't it? Yeah. And that came from an improved running game. Oh. Because that man, CJ Anderson, finally turned up again, didn't he? 158 yards on 30 attempts. Yeah. So they gave him the ball all the time. It's what... I had, I had started the season with C.G. Anderson and I held him for ages. I've just dropped him in the last couple of weeks in fantasy because when they're given the ball, he's explosive and he can do bring you results like this. But they've just not done it. Um, but um, well, if you yeah. run the ball, they run well. Forty-one attempts in total between Anderson and Booker for just under well, just under two hundred yards. Booker D. Yeah. Booker T. <laughs> no, Booker D, yeah. his name is. Um, so, yeah, literally just under 200 yards. So, when Osweiler was then trying to throw the ball, that makes it much easier. Much easier. Because, you know, they're just not going to be reacting the same way. They're not going to be putting out the same defensive setup, are they? No, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyone want to guess how many uh, picks Simeon's had this season? Considering he's not played for 14. I'm going to go 11. I'm going to say 9. 14. Griff got it right. Uh, only so, sorry, I looked earlier. <laughs> yeah, only one man's had more. I'm not going to. Uh, Is it Deshaun? Yeah, yeah. it's Deshaun Kaiser. Um, Do you want the interesting fact about that before we get to the Browns game, though? Because Deshaun Kaiser threw 18th and 19th picks of the season, uh, but he's still got some way to go before he beats Peyton Manning's rookie season record. Oh, really? We will give you that number. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still got a long way to go. I'll give you the number when we get there. Cool. Um, for the Colts, uh, Brissett got a rushing touchdown. Uh, 17 of 30 for only, like, only 158 yards. Um, Brissett really is the most sacked player this season, most sacked quarterback this season. I think it's 46 or 47 sacks he's taken this year. He just holds the ball too long. But you've got to feel sorry for him because he's, oh, yeah. he's playing behind the dog. The team is terrible, but the, when I watched him with the Patriots last year when he filled in for Brady after Jimmy G went down, he basically looked like a running back as opposed to a quarterback. They'd give him the ball and he'd look and look and look and then just take off. And he's trying to do that behind an O-line that can't give him any protection. So by the time he's finished looking and then decides to throw, he's getting crushed. He's absolutely getting crushed. I think Stafford is number two for sacks and he's like 10 or 11 behind. So... It, it doesn't matter if, if they get luck back He's going to get injured If they keep Brissett He's going to get injured They they have to sort the O-line out Before they do anything else Yeah um, I was just um, Earlier in the week uh, I looked And uh, there was Some Positive stuff Coming out of uh, Andrew Luck's uh, Trips around Europe And his I rehab. wondered what you were Going to say then uh, There's some positive stuff Coming out of Andrew Luck <laughs> It hit me well. There's uh, another John Innuendo coming up. <laughs> well, maybe, but yeah, no, it's, uh, since then, um, he's probably going to have to go back in for surgery. So, uh, uh, he was positive. He was, could avoid it, but it doesn't look like he could. The only thing it. I think has been positive the last couple of weeks for the Colts is that Doyle has got more involved. So, he only got 41 yards, but seven, seven, receptions. seven receptions, which is which is better. And I think he got a touchdown last week, didn't he? So, um in the yes. snow was it the snow last week yeah. yeah John is your porn collection talking to us out of your computer it's the NFL's website it's just uh, <laughs> bringing up webs uh, bringing up uh, uh, adverts you, you know you have to leave that. your uh, computer on silent don't you yep after the incident yes uh, we won't go there uh, but no um, Frank Gore uh, we mentioned him a few weeks ago he got beaten the 
fuck up, didn't he? He did. <laughs> absolutely pummeled. But he got to 1,001 scrimmage yards for the season, so that's his 12th straight season. Uh, now tell me he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, Duncan. Well, what does Duncan do? <laughs> Nothing. It's the only man to finish lower than me in our fantasy <laughs> yeah. league. Anyone want to guess who, uh, who, uh, who's who got a longer streak than... Uh, Emmett Smith? Yeah, Emmett Smith. He's got 13 seasons. Uh, Gore's on 12th straight season with 1,000 yards. Well, if, they, if he stays with the Colts, they're just going to run it again next year. So yep. <laughs> he's got a good chance. And that Colts team is something that needs every single player on form to do anything. Yeah, I mean... They're just they're just bad. They're, they're just bad all round. I I don't think it's down to the coach particularly. I think the GM has built a very poor team, and Andrew Luck being injured all the time just doesn't help. It's not an attractive team. Players don't want to go there. Nobody ever says yes. The Colts, please, do they? No. Uh, no. Our friend Ty Hilton from the BBC reporting had an awful game by the looks of it. Yeah. Forty-one yards in a fumble. Yeah, forty-one yeah. yards in a fumble. At the end of the day, it was two poor teams. They're both eliminated. Didn't you run so 41 yards for pointless. a fumble once? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Gary. It's pointless. So, let's move on, because otherwise we'll be here all night in the freezing cold. Well, Bears 10, Lions 20. Lions continue their sort of hunt for uh, players. Bears? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wondered if he was making a hunting <laughs> joke. I wasn't, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't that clever. No. Uh, this is the first Lions don't hunt bears. N- well, they would if they lived in the same in continent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> This is the first time this season where I've seen Mitch Trubisky basically overextend himself. He tried to throw when the passes really weren't there. Three interceptions. I don't know if he's got any other three interception games this season, but I don't think so. Um, Because he's really been quite careful Mm. with the ball. He's been very limited in his turnovers compared to the other rookies. Um, So I don't know whether because it was against the Lions in a divisional game they just said go for it and he tried to unleash it and he just wasn't ready this is the first time since he came in where I really thought ouch this isn't working I mean I wasn't hankering for Mike Glennon but <laughs> it's not that but, bad but, but who is I doubt even his girlfriend is hankering for Mike Glennon but it just it just didn't work he just isn't ready for what they needed he needs another preseason to go through before he can play against defences this good yeah, I mean, um, he's a. Uh, but yeah, that's it. He's been brought in to get ready. I imagine for uh, next season with uh, after the start they had. But like a little bit with Brissett, I feel I just feel a bit sorry for Trubisky because you need receivers. Yeah, it doesn't help that your best receiver is Don Trellinman that you acquired a few weeks ago from the Chargers. It's it's not a good situation, but. As we've got here, it was his second game over 270 yards for the season. He had 314 yards. That's good. It's just the vision towards the last third or the red zone, Just it just isn't there. He isn't ready. He can't take the snap and know where he's going to put it. But that'll come with time. Of and course. I think this is the one good thing about him going to the Bears this season is that he's going to get the time. Well, he probably didn't expect to come in so early because Glenn was crap. No, but it, I, I think it's actually worked out well for the Bears because next season he has the best chance of being next year's Carson Wentz with another pre-season uh, if they find him some receivers. I could see him being the next Jared Goff. Okay, I think he'd take that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Ebron uh, continued his late-season push for MVP. Uh, with a t- <laughs> you mean he caught the ball? <laughs> he caught the ball a few times, got a touchdown, which is more than he... You know, he's not getting booed anymore, which is good. Um... Uh, for Stafford, 25 of 33, 237 yards, 
two touchdowns and a fumble, uh, but did what he needed to do. If uh, he can stay on his feet, he's a very good quarterback. Yeah, and and that's like you touched on before is the issue is whether they can protect him well enough. If they can protect him well enough. He's he's a real asset and one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Definitely top quartile in terms of quarterbacks, I'd say. Yeah, um, don't like the use of the word quartile. I mean, not. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just don't like it. It's a terrible Ooh. word. So he's definitely he's in the top eight. Yeah, but it's a horrible word. He's above the Dalton level. Yeah, he he, <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, above Dalton. Yeah, that is that is the average marker. Oh, Super Hoyer has left the building. <laughs> Um, I think there's something that I wanted to bring out from this game, which was just kind of the stupidity alarm. Okay. So there's a Lawrence linebacker who came out on Saturday. Did he? I thought Michael no, not, Sam not, was not like that. Oh. Not like that. He's been interviewed and said he doesn't want to make football safe. <laughs> He's a rookie linebacker. His name is Gerard Davis. Gerard or Gerard? I've. I'm going to say Gerard, and if he, want, if he wants to listen to this and correct me, he can do. But that's just ridiculous. I mean, that's stupidity. Well, it's a team that have got Ebron at tight end, so we know it's a team of stupidity. It's just youth, youthfulness, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. new to the league, being trying to be a big man. Yeah, he's probably trying to be, to be a, big, a bit too big for his boots. But yeah, uh, another of the uh, pre-Sunday games, so we had uh, Chargers 13... Kansas City Chiefs 30 Paul are the Kansas City Chiefs going to win the Super Bowl I said it from day one <laughs> <laughs> you stuck by them through thick and thin haven't you yeah absolutely I've uh, no, I've, I think it's their team that they've won the last two haven't they yeah. yes quite impressive yeah you know I've, uh, they've got Hunt back which helps because you know he disappeared for the middle third of the season and there's a there's a relationship between Smith and Tyree Kill where there's just throwing these bombs down, which is just so everything non Alex Smith. Don't get me wrong, I don't think they're going to pull up trees, but they're a team that are dangerous, can bring something out of nowhere, and will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, the Chiefs now look quite likely to get into the playoffs, even if they don't win the division. So. The Bulls were eight and six, and the Tetons were eight and six as well. Um, and we'll come on to both of their games, obviously. But neither look amazing. The Ravens are also at eight and six. So even if the Chargers come back to win that division, the Chiefs, I would say, have still got quite a good chance now of getting in the wild cards. Yeah, um, yeah. Smith, twenty-three of thirty for two hundred and thirty-one yards, two touchdowns. Um, uh, so yeah, Hunt's got one. Uh, Hill got a, um, a touchdown. So they're 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 doing really well. Um, the Chargers a bit of a dip uh, after a couple of weeks. Sorry, but um, but yeah, um, so Allen got injured early for them, which doesn't help. No, it does not. No. But um, Gordon didn't, didn't seventy-eight, anybody, 78 yards and a touchdown. He also got ninety-one yards receiving. Um, but that's pretty much half of the uh, uh, charges. Is, 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 this, is this Rivers playing in a game that mattered and bottling it again? Um, I don't know what you're suggesting there, <laughs> Gary. It, um, it may have been. I'm only saying. So, what has he got? Ten interceptions for the season and six against the Chiefs. Yeah. It kind of makes you think that he, he bottles it against against divisional teams and, and potentially then in the playoffs. It's the Super Bowl winning Kansas Chiefs. No, the... The Chargers beating Chiefs. That's a, that's a different thing, isn't it? 
So, the, Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. I was just about to say the same thing. Would you like to read it? Would you, you, you can read it. Go ahead. Go on. It's fine. Well, it's a special moment, isn't it? Because Gates has been diminishing on offense kind of throughout the year. Mm. But they connected for a touchdown. And we, how many touchdowns have Rivers and Gates connected for since they've been playing together? I have the stat in front of me, so I'll, I won't cheat. Go on. I don't know. Um, 38. I was going to say 42. Oh, it's uh, 86. Oh, wow. I knew we had a lot, but I forget. They've been the, playing together the a long previous, time, haven't they? The previous uh, most... For, for, well, they've, they've leapfrogged the, the, the duo in second. So the, the, the duo in first is Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. Uh, and the duo in second with 85 was Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Of course. Uh, so... You know, but they're 29 scores behind Manning and Harrison, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to be broken. No, I don't either. Um, while we're on that game still, Tyreek Hill had his 11th touchdown of longer than 50 yards yeah. in 20 games. That's, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Did anyone... Um, so, uh, this, this week he was clocked at 21.19 miles an hour. Did he get fined? Which was the second quickest uh, uh, speed uh, on a touchdown reception. Anyone want to guess um, who, who was quicker? What, this season or just this week? This season. I'm going to say... Only Hill's been quicker. Uh, <laughs> he, he was clocked at 21.64 in week seven. Of the top five for a Tyreek Hill... The only other person who uh, gets uh, Hooks. Anderson, Robbie Anderson, uh, which is amazing that he can catch a ball uh, <laughs> that speed. But um, yeah, um, you want to say something? Yeah, he'd get fined going past a school at that speed. <laughs> he would. Um, Didn't you get fined for being outside of school once? No, he's just not allowed outside schools oh, okay. or within hundred yards of them. Um, yeah, he's the first. Hill is the third player in history to score 11 plus touchdowns of 50 yards uh, in their first two seasons. Wow. Uh, the others is Gail Sayers and Devin Hester. There you go. Good company. Yeah. Um, so, um, should we, uh, anyone, anything else on that one? No. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs' defence was really good again. It's, uh, they've been sort of stuttering for a while. They're basically coming into form at the right time. It's like watching Italy in a World Cup. Yeah, you get the feeling that they're going to—they could push all the way without ever having excelled in the middle. I of think the like Italy, though, I think they'll probably get to the next round and uh, splutter out. That's so, uh, or we hope so. Sometimes in life, I get to the second round and then I splutter out everywhere. <laughs> it just happens. Uh, I forgot to mention—we forgot to mention in the previous game, Bears and Lions, um, as it's Christmas-related, Slay. His fourth quarter interception gave him seven the most of the se- uh, uh, of the season. Right there you go, and uh, we forgot it. Christmas related, and we forgot. Well, I forgot. So we should move on to uh, um, yeah, Eagles at Giants. Uh, oh, now come on, the Giants did really well. We did all right. I was really hopeful that we'd get to thirty points, and not uh, quite. Not quite. Just, yeah. But when was the last time Eli had four hundred and thirty-four yards? Yeah. No, I, I mean, don't know. I didn't look. I, I, didn't won't, look. I won't lie. I haven't had time to look. But well, the first quarter was just crazy, wasn't it? That was bonkers. Yeah, it was nice to see us scoring long touchdowns rather than uh, watching um, just men run past our secondary. Yeah, and Tavares King two touchdown receptions. That's excellent. Yeah, I mean you, you're going to need all these receivers for when 
Odell Beckham gets injured again uh, in the future. Um, and, and Orleans Dark was scored. You know, basically all your all your good things from the seven once. yards. Yeah, <laughs> nine rushes, seven yards, and a touchdown. That's great. That's that's not bad for a, a Giants running back. The one thing to bear in mind with his stat line as well is that nine attempts, seven yards. His longest his longest attempt was five yards. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of not going forward involved there, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of not going forward, indeed. Um, I guess Nick Foles, 237 yards and four touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, is Carson Wentz all that? I suppose is what you've got to ask yourself. He's a quarterback, isn't he? He's, he's much more mobile. I don't know. He, he, uh, Foles basically stood there and played exactly like Wentz has in the pocket. Well, we, Wentz can take off and run, sure, but the actual in the pocket, it was on almost the occasions, On the occasions when the pocket collapses... Uh, Vence is able to get out uh, and is slippery enough to get out and you know get, make a play. Whereas Foles are we won't going do with that. Vence or Vence? Because I don't remember him being German, Johnny. You're uh, the only person that keeps saying Vence. And I was listening to the podcast back last week, and it's on there going Vence, Vence. I have to say, you are the only person I've heard Sorry. calling Vence. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to call you out on that, but I've just called you out on that. Is that the little German in you? Yeah, just checking. I'm going with Vence as well. Of course you are. Farrow Brothers, known as the Wrong Brothers, again. <laughs> I think if you look at the stats, I mean, in terms of you were saying, if the pocket collapses, his fall's going to be the same. I think it's not going to happen that much. He was only sacked once, and yeah. he was sacked by Olivier Vernon. So there's no shame no, in that. I don't. I think what I'm getting at is, all right, Wentz has been, you know, pushing for MVP, but the team doesn't experience a huge drop off when they go to their second quarterback because of the way they play. I think also Nick Foles is someone who, on his day, can be amazing. How many? What was that? Was it 2013 when he threw like seven in a game? Yeah. Yeah. And did he not throw twenty something touchdowns that season to two interceptions? So I'll just have a look. let's just have a little little look at Nick Foles' career. Yeah. So his completion percentage is sixty point six percent. His touchdown to interception. What do you reckon that is? Uh. I don't know. I would say three to one, four to one, something like that. So he's not quite that good, but he's got sixty touchdowns to twenty-seven interceptions. Not bad. That's better than a lot of people in the league, including Marcus Mariota. Um, <laughs> we'll come on to him, no doubt. Um, passing yards nine and a half thousand, and a passer rating of eighty-eight point nine. So yes, he had a couple of he had one amazing season, one half decent season, and then uh, some terrible seasons. Yeah, he's not been so good a couple yeah. of places. Yeah, but. You know, he has shown the ability to be a NFL quarterback in the past. This is a good backup. He'd be a starter on half a dozen team league. Definitely. That is a good backup. We talked about it earlier in the season. He is a good backup quarterback. Well, uh, as well, he's got some uh, good good games coming up because Oakland and uh, I can't remember who they finish against... Oakland who can't defend, you mean? Yeah, uh, and then Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys' defence is... It's all right. Touch it's not and great. go, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's all right. But yeah, they're not two of the worst games you so can have to end the season. For, if you know, for Foles, hopefully. Um, so we asked last week: Is Nick Foles going to be the Jeff Hostetler who gets his team over the uh, hump and to the the final and wins it? Can he win the Super Bowl on this team? I have to say yes because I've really got them locked in. Um, so yes, I could. 
see that I can see it happening. There's not a massive drop off, is there? From no, Lance. no. There is a drop off, but it's not huge. No. It's over. It, they can overcome it. There's an interesting reason why. Because if you look at the, um, you, as a Giants fan, I'd still be sad. I think because you know if you look at their <laughs> total offensive yards, right? The Giants had 504 yards. Yeah. Yep. The okay. Eagles had 341, and you lost. Yeah. That's pretty sad, isn't it? But let's not forget that the Philadelphia special teams blocked oh, a yeah. punt, a point after, and a field goal attempt. Now, there's enough points there that you'd be right in the driver's seat. Plus, you wouldn't have given the ball back with the field position that you did. So, I think the fact Special that teams are important, though, as yeah, well, aren't they? The, the, the small drop-off to Foles at the moment, and the fact that your defence on special teams was not anywhere near as good as the Philadelphia special teams is what cost you the game. And how many quarters, at the end of each quarter, how many quarters did the Giants lead? Three out of four? Nope. None? One. One. Oh, okay. So by the the half... Uh, oh no, they won the first two actually. They were up at half time by two points. So the first two, and then they just fell apart. So, yeah. But. We lost by five points. If you'd have said to me before the game, I think we're only going to lose by five points, I'd have scoffed. Oh. Yeah, I mean, as well. Like, When was the last time we even, under McAdoo, we even really got close to 30 points? I don't think you should mention the name of McAdoo. Well, it's, it's, it's breaking news, boys. Just come through on my watch. Um, Aaron Rodgers um, has been placed on injured reserve with Callahan signed, re-signed um, to back up quarterback at the Packers. Makes sense. So they're tanking the rest of the season. Well, we'll, we'll get on to them probably in the next podcast. Uh, I think if you look at the Eagles, they, the Eagles are still in a good place, but that's a Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs, and we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so right next on to the Cincinnati Bungles. Yeah, so the Bengals um, who will be without Marvin Lewis next season for the first time in twelve years, ten years. Are they though? He, he's going. He's going. I saw something wonderful on. I think it was on Instagram. I think I sent it to the Belichick's yeah. World Instagram account, which was just them trying to fire him, going, "No, no, I'm looking for other opportunities." You fire? No, no, no. I, I just thought it was brilliant. It's it's the weirdest sacking I've ever seen. It's the politest it? sacking. He's being sacked, there's no doubt about it, but it's not called a sacking, it's moving on, exploring other opportunities. But they need to do this. The team is stale under him. That, that's It's not me, it's you, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, um, for, for, the, for them, uh, Dalton, 11 of 22, 113 yards, two picks. McCarron came in, uh, I don't know his stats. I, um, he got a touchdown. Yeah. Um, he played better than Andy Dalton. That's all you need to know. I mean, if I was if I was the Bengals, I would sit Dalton for the rest of the season now and just let McCarron play because if nothing else, he might get some trade value. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think he suddenly springs ahead of Dalton unless uh, the team think they've reached the end of the road with Dalton. The problem you've got though is, all right, they've got the Lions next week, but they've got the Ravens the final week, and if the Ravens' D turns up. That's not a game to get trade value on McCarron or increase his confidence. He could get absolutely destroyed. He could. That is true. Uh, but there's no point the Bengals tanking now, particularly, because they've already got, what, 
four or five wins. They're not getting a massively high draft pick. They're not getting the first or second pick. So they need to see what they've got on their roster. Because if they put Andy Dalton out there, somebody will take him for a decent draft pick. Because he is a proven quarterback. We might not like him. We might not rate him anything above average in the league. But somebody would take him. So they need to see, can we move on with McCarron? Or are we shipping McCarron on and bringing in Dalton's replacement in the draft? I think the thing you've got to look at is you just you wait to play the Cleveland game. They're going to do something stupid. They already won McCarron. <laughs> Let's wait for that first round draft pick. Let's just bide our time and it will happen. Yeah. Oh, I think it's time to give McCarron a chance. I think... You know, Dalton is doing nothing. The team's got nothing to play for. If he gets hit, he gets hit. You get hit in the NFL. Yeah. Let the Ravens hit him. See what he does. You'll learn more by putting him in for the last two games than watching him just play on the practice pitch, pitch again for another two weeks. I'm entirely with Gary on this one. Doesn't I, make I any McCarran sense. McCarron has to play. It's not like Lewis is coaching for his job. He's going. He's 0-7 post-season with the Bengals. If I was the general manager, I would just tell them that they are playing McCarron. Yeah, or you can go now. Yeah, I, I think he's got to play. Yeah, they need to know in which direction they're moving with whoever comes in. But the yeah. Vikings, Vikings, yeah, Case Keenum. So he, he played really well again, yeah, didn't he, did. he? So you know, twenty of twenty-three, two hundred and thirty-six yards, two touchdowns, almost flawless. Yeah, but basically, he didn't have to do that much to be fair to beat a very poor Bengals, thirty-four to seven. Uh, but we did get the emergence of Teddy Bridgewater, who was thrown on in the final quarter for 0-2 interception <laughs> while being deafened by the Vikings fans. Uh, I wouldn't read too much into that no. minor performance. It was basically just to give the fans something to cheer about. First appearance in 714 days. Thank you, John, for, for that totaling. I like that. Thank you. It's, yeah, I mean, it was great. And to see Keenan as well leading the applause. The applause. Yeah, yeah, that was really great. There's a... He, there's a a spirit there which is really cool and, and that's what we talked about before in terms of Keenum you know Keenum will not leave the Vikings next year definitely no. yeah it's going to be Bradford we think that goes if Bridgewater is f- properly fit um, and him coming back suggests that he is maybe not quite in his mind yet but he is fit um, so you know great to see him back I've wanted him to come back in those sort of situations for a week or two now if Keenum wins the Super Bowl we're all agreed he stays yep. with the Vikings. Yep. And if he doesn't get them to the Super Bowl, is he still there next year? Yes. You've got to recognise and reward the season he's so had. So, you know, the fact that they're tied into Teddy. I think that Keenan may stay and he may start the season next year. And if he uh, tanks in the first three to four games, I think he's out. So only one quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl and not been retained for the following season. Anybody know who it is? I think it's only one. I could only find one. Genuinely, I have no idea. I, be- I believe... Anyone? Steve Young? No. He stayed, didn't he? He stayed. I believe it was the Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback in 2002, Brad Johnson. I think That's he, 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 was he basically did nothing. They won it on the back of two pick sixes yep. from Rich Gannon, the Raiders quarterback, and he was then released. He is the only one. So if Keenan wins, I'm sure he stays. If they don't get to the Super Bowl, I hope he stays. I'm not convinced because he has so much value now. Potentially, but also... 
Bradford still has value and they could use that, that that's enough value to get rid of do you if really want to get rid of Keenan and Bradford if they've got sense they keep, Bre- they keep Keenan and Bridgewater and they let Bradford go and Bradford will go somewhere like the Browns to resurrect his career if the yeah. Browns draft someone new um, I, I wrote about this and I've re-revised it a thousand times and still haven't published it but I, Bradford would be my second choice if I was the Cleveland GM the, yep. only, the only one I'd take above him out of all the current stars is Tyrod Taylor because he is out of the bills as well at the end of the season so you take one of those two and draft somebody and keep Kaiser yep that's yeah. the three yeah. But yeah so I would I, I think Keenum stays like I say I think he, I, he so. I think he starts the first three to four guaranteed and if he's not doing well I think you see Teddy back in and so it'd be interesting to see how Keenum performs with that sort of level of pressure on him because obviously last year when Goff was the the new hero at the Rams he didn't perform particularly well for the first six or seven games and then got benched I don't know though Keenan was the only uh, quarterback to win last season for the Rams I don't think he did that badly he was just he just wasn't as good as he has been this year yeah but I think it's actually been that was character building for him and he's I mean how much pressure was he under coming into the Vikings a lot I think you can't compare the Rams team of last year to the Rams team of this year there's a clear difference there. I mean, with Keenan, there's upside as well. I, I was just taking a look at his stats. I didn't realise he was only 29. I didn't realise it was only his fifth season. Yeah, he yeah, looks about 40. Yeah. He I, seems to have been around forever because he's bounced around so many teams. But you're absolutely right. Bradford goes. I think, I think he's gone just because you don't know how long the knee is going to hold up for. But someone like the Browns should take a chance on him because, you know, on his day, he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to go to Cleveland. But he might not get many chances anywhere else. But this Absolutely. Vikings team still looks good everywhere, though, doesn't it? Oh, really. Yeah, Murray looks good. good. Then Diggs, you know. Go on, who Rudolph. Yeah, there we go. Who wants you know, to it is Christmas. Christmas it is Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Kyle the Red Rudolph, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he scored again. So he's, he's coming back from fitness, though, isn't he? And he, he did look better. Yeah. Um, and he's an important piece of that puzzle I think for the Vikings especially as you get into to play off football having another person to potentially take some coverage away from Phelan um, or Diggs I think that's quite important that he's back and playing playing well so as well as well as Murray they've got McKinnon who's uh, able to put up uh, big scores as well when he's um, given chances so yeah I, I really like this Vikings team at the moment yeah um, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, Not for as long as normal no. on the Browns, please. Baltimore, 27. Uh, Cleveland, 10. Uh, Flacco had a decent game. 26-42, uh, 288 yards. Touchdown, he also rushed. Uh, Mike Wallace got 89 yards. Mike Wallace has been excellent the second half of the season. And they needed to because Alex Collins, after a couple of good weeks, he was absolutely swallowed up. And Macklin got injured in the first quarter. Yeah. And he's probably done now. Yeah. Um... So Flacco has set season high for passing three consecutive weeks. Oh, really? So he's just improving each week now, which is great, uh, with the help of Mike Wallace. I really do think it's been a big contributing factor. Um, we, like I say, we won't spend too long on the Browns, but Kaiser has nine interceptions to go before he beats Manning's 98 record. Uh, but for me, that, that's something that should be thought about if you were in the, the administration of Cleveland, because... You, all right, Manning's first season, when the Colts 2-14? Yes. All right, they're 0-14 now. How many touchdowns did Manning throw that year? I don't know the answer. I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember. But I would be willing to think it's more than Kaiser. But I think you've got to give this guy a chance. Because this season, he's only just got a res- one receiver who, well, to be fair, they've had Kenny Britt all year, and he's Steve's MVP pick, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. 
Josh Gordon's only just come back. Josh Gordon is getting some yards, so I'd, I'd, I'd give him a chance. What have you got to lose? You're not going to win the Super Bowl next the year if Cleveland, are you? Are they not now the first team to be 0-14 in two consecutive years, Cleveland? Yes. That is poor. I put out the stat last week about uh, how many games they'd lost since 2015. It just gets worse. I think it was, was it 40, 41, 41 games? Now 42, yeah, 42 games, games they've lost since 2015. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got Peyton's... Uh, uh, yes, how many? 26 touchdowns in his first yeah. season. So the, the ratio is terrible for Kaiser. He's not surrounded by any talent, but that's not the point. He's not helping. He needs to sit behind a veteran for another year and recover some confidence. But, uh, yeah, where I was going with that is, basically, I put the stat up that uh, Cleveland have now lost 42 games since 2015. Tom Brady has lost 42 since 2004, right at the end of 2004. Yeah, yeah. That is ter- terrible. In that time, the Browns have won four games, and Brady has won 146 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just a disaster. The, uh, the Browns are a top The, the Browns are the Browns. I'm fed up talking about the Browns. Do you want to see uh, how many uh, passing yards they got in the first quarter? It was about 70, wasn't it? Was uh, it? Not even that. Uh, no, it isn't even that. I, it was like four, if that. That was minus, minus three or something. Minus yeah, I'll that, wow. yeah. But they got 70 in total or something. Yeah. Um, and they got a bit more than that. A little bit the more than that. Terrible. Six, but yeah. Um, so we'll move on from the Browns in just a second. Anyone think Josh Gordon is there next year? No. Yes. I think he's there. I think he stays. I think he owes it to them to stay. I, I think he stays. I completely agree as well. Because I don't think anybody else would be willing to take the chance on him that the Browns have taken. Oh, no. I think the Patriots would snap him up. I think a lot. I think the Niners would take a heartbeat. I think a lot of teams would take just but, but I think if he's got anything about him, he stays for one more year. Yeah. Although, I'm pleased with the Ravens. I think the Ravens are doing well at the moment. Um I think it's really good they're getting Watson back involved. So yeah, um, he went for a big touchdown, didn't he, this week? Um, well, a touchdown last week as well. Yes, I think it, it's, t- it's two and three anyway. Yeah, certainly. I picked him out at the start of the season to lead them in touchdowns, and he's just he just disappeared. But mainly due to the fact they couldn't throw the ball. So as Flacco improves, Mike Wallace is helping Flacco improve, and Flacco is helping Watson improve. That is how that is working. So, and, and it's going for them. And this is what the Ravens have done in the past when they've won Super Bowls. So, yeah, I think the question is: Is the Ravens' offense good enough to put teams away? Um, and and that is the that is the question. But so, isn't that like the? At least the third time they've held opponents to less than ten points. That, that's what I mean. So it's crazy. But, but they won't. They will not hold the the Steelers to ten points. They won't hold the Patriots to ten points, will they? And that's that. the point: is can they hold them to twenty points and still score twenty seven? Um, you know, Wallace again, eighty nine yards. So you know, Flacco. We just need Flacco to play well. I think there, and I think then the Ravens become a, a very a very difficult team to play in playoff football because. You're not going to get a lot of momentum playing the Ravens in a game, are you? That's the thing. It's going to be very stagnant. Um, you're not really going to get into a lot of a lot of flow with the scoring. I don't think you're going to, not going to have regular scoring drives. So I, I think. You yeah, know, I, would, I would agree with you. It, 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 they're one of those teams you don't want to play, aren't yeah, they? You don't want to play the defence. You look at their next two games. They've got the Colts and then they've got the Bengals. Oh, I, I'm convinced that the Ravens are in now. They, they are in the playoffs. They will get in as one of the two wild cards. And that's a Colts and Bengals team who've literally got Dick all to play for, and will just be experimenting potentially instead of the Tetons. Yes, potentially instead of the Tetons. Your Tetons. My Tetons could get squeezed out. Or the Tetons could squeeze out the Bills, I think. Yep, yep. So, 
I don't know. That's a tough one. I if it comes down to it, I would have to throw my Tetons under the bus and pray that the Bills get in to break that playoff curse. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's shameful. I've never thrown the Chiefs under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with them since day I one. Just, I just want to see them have to swallow humble pie when Tyrod leads them into the playoffs and then they say they're going to bin him off because he's not good enough. Moving on. Yeah. Cardinals, uh, 12. Redskins, 20. Um, Blaine Gabbert, 16 of 41 for 189 yards and a pick. They didn't have a running game though. Peterson no. was out. Peterson's He's on, on I- IR. Yeah. So they got uh, Williams in, haven't they? Yeah, sixty-one yards. But he's not. He had a quad injury. So, so three of left. my players this week got injured. Yeah. In yes. fantasy. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. The best player on the Cardinals now is Phil Dawson. Yeah. Who had four field goals again? Was that the second week? Second week in a row. Yeah, that, that, that's quite impressive. Um, does anyone here think Blaine Gabbert starts for them next year? No. No. So I'm not sure who does. No, I because I don't think Carson Palmer no. does either. So Blaine Gabbert this week, his completion rate was 39%, 16 out of 41 passes, which was only better than TJ Yates. Was the only person he was it, better but than. But it was better than TJ Yates. But, but TJ Yates, <laughs> TJ Yates was playing the Jags. So yeah, if you throw the ball to the Jags, that yeah. doesn't work. So. No, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, so nothing much more to say. About I the really want to like Blaine Gabbert. And guess who's back in week 16 anyway? Drew Stanton. Oh, that's true. He is back and healthy and he will start in week 16 anyway. So there's no way Gabbert starts at any point next year because he won't but even start next Drew week. Drew Stanton. Potentially he's not. He's not a starter. So it's whether Carson Palmer comes back because if he doesn't, Cardinals is the sort of place I'd expect to see either McCarron or Dalton next year if the Bengals decide to trade. But there's, there's a confidence booster next week because they've got the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got a confidence destroyer against the Seahawks. Okay. I think oh, the Giants win that game. Yeah, I'm with Gary. I think the Giants beat the Cardinals next week. I absolutely think the Giants win that game. I just feel like we've been cheated on far too many times. I, I, I can't see it happening. Yeah, but there's two teams now with no run game. Yeah. And believe it or not, the Giants have the better quarterback. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah. the thing is, throughout this season, the problem with the Giants isn't Eli. It's, no. uh, it's, the, it's the people in front of him who have uh, been crap. Um, but, you know, again, this is another game, two teams that are done for the season. Yeah. So, so we saw Cousins' stats come up on the screen. He is the eighth-rated overall quarterback of the season. Top quartile. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> and uh, where is he going to be next year? Well, I think he's very sad. I think he's going to be the Redskins. And I think yeah. he's going to get paid a lot of money to be somewhere that he doesn't want to be. So I think he thought he was going to the 49ers. And I think he was quite excited about going to the 49ers. But he did say prior to the start of the season that he hoped to spend his entire career with one team. So maybe he won't be that disappointed. Maybe he's more let down by the fact that Terrell Pryor and other players haven't worked out around yep. him. Uh, maybe they need more time together. They certainly have suffered since the run game has Gone. dealt with injuries. Yep. Thompson, yep. It, that has killed Thompson was playing well at the start of the season, wasn't he? He, he is. When he was injured, he was really he uh, looking good. has the second most yards per touch. Yep. He was, he was catching a lot of balls out of yeah. the... Um, out of the backfield, wasn't he? Do you know so. a lot about that, John? Catching a lot of balls? Nope. No. Never caught any with your face? But yeah, no. <laughs> In the grill? No? That's that that de- definitely been an issue for him. But like I say, I don't want to waste too much time talking about the Skins or the Cardinals because it's a dead game and it didn't matter. So, um, 
and you know the Skins haven't got much they can try out, and the Cardinals are just you know limping their way through the end of the season. Yeah, two, the next two weeks can't come quickly enough for teams. Uh, so should we move on to the Green Bay Packers playing Carolina Panthers? Uh, it was all about the return of Rogers, I guess. No, uh, it's all about that hit on Adams. Uh, well, great, <laughs> great hit. He's been banned for two weeks. He, he should have been. It was, yeah, it, it was. It was so funny. It was a great hit. It was an amazing hit. Was, yeah, that's that's what I watched the game for. Yeah, a yeah. blindside helmet to <laughs> helmet hit that when no one died. I don't know what you're making such a fuss about. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 26 of 45, 290 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. His first three interception games since 2009. Yep. Which was also the last time the Packers failed to make the playoffs, which they have now done. Yep. And Rodgers wasn't ready. He, he, the ball I was think underthrown on every interception, and the speed of the ball coming out was vastly diminished to Rodgers at the start of the season. He was not ready. They gambled, which is what you do. It's a 12-week recovery for that sort of thing, and he's rushed back after eight. You can't judge them for that, because if you you had a normal fit Rodgers, you'd choose him over a informed fit Hundley every time, wouldn't you? Of course. They they don't get as close as this to the Panthers, 24-31, to with Brett Hundley. Yeah. Rodgering is always better than playing with with Hundley, isn't it? Always. God, you thumbed that one in. Um, (laughs) Jeez. Um, So... For for Green Bay, touchdowns from Adams, Cobb, and Richard Rogers. Um, I don't. F- I think since the start of twenty fifteen, no one scored more touchdowns than Devontae Adams. That is true. Yep. Um, Greg Olson had his oh. first touchdown of the season. Did he not? <laughs> Nine of twelve, hundred and sixteen yards and a touchdown. Anybody have him in fantasy this week? No, I had to drop him because I had some issues at running back because Fournette was uh, ruled out injured and. Um, yeah, some other issues. So, um, yeah, for my playoff game, I had to drop Olsen, um, and I kept Funches in. Um, so Funches, who was uh, battling a shoulder injury all week, then got completely ploughed um, in the end zone. <laughs> there is nothing worse than getting ploughed in your end zone. Yeah, he got, got, got ploughed <laughs> in the end zone. Tremendous mistake to make. And, 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 you know, as a result of that was a terrible injury. <laughs> I'm a fucking surprise it would be. Um, and then Olsen, being the next biggest player in the team got all of his points and all of his yardages and his touchdown and cost me the win as well as all the other injuries I got one-handed catch oh that one-handed catch was oh, amazing, was amazing. On even was Cam good. was having a little little chuckle at it wasn't he so. did you see um, when Clay Matthews was uh, um, uh, directing the defence uh, and um, Cam, Cam responded with oh you've seen the videos yeah watch this, this. <laughs> and scored a touchdown <laughs> it was beautiful oh, yeah, it was really good brilliant. as much as he is an arrogant oh, motherfucker that, that was, was good yeah. it, it, if, but if, if he did not do that back it up oh, and he backs yeah. it up he does, if he'd have fucked it up though how good would that have been uh, so, the thing is if he wouldn't that's because he 242 yards and four touchdowns for Cam he has hit form at yeah. the right time yeah. well, so if you look at the wild card picture now so uh, the Falcons are in there at nine and five, uh, which we'll come on to. Um, the Panthers at ten and four, and the Saints at ten and four. So, uh, and they're now two games clear, apart from the Falcons, who, who the Lions and the Seahawks and the Cowboys can still catch. Um, the Saints and the Panthers are almost guaranteed that they're in those spots. So, um, it looks like there is three game through from that division, doesn't it? It's the best division there. So, the, yep. it, rightly so. Um, if I said to you, Russell Wilson or Cam Newton, now, which one are you taking now, today? Russell Wilson. Uh, I'd, want, I'd want 
Russell Wilson behind the Cal- the Carolina O line. If you put Russell Wilson into that Carolina team, they would be amazing. But anyway, just coming back to the wild co- the, the playoff situation. Sorry, it's, close. it's very close. I think I'd go for Newton, but as long as I don't have to talk to him. Yes. Really? No. Yeah. No, I'd still take Wilson. He's more talented. If you look at um, the passer rating of Newton, he is in the bottom half of the league. So as a passer. So I would take Wilson for that reason. Um, anyway, playoff picture. Just just have a, a little think about how good these games could be in the NFC. The Falcons at the Rams. Yeah. And the Panthers at the Saints. Now that is two games to start off the playoffs that would be superb. And waiting for the winners of those teams would be the Eagles and the Vikings. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so much better uh, as a division. Just that's wow. That, that that is a couple of couple of weeks of really great football coming up. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, very important game. Um, and the Packers are now eliminated, aren't they? So, um, good night, Duncan. Yeah. Who does Julius Peppers play for now? Carolina. So. I thought he did. I was just checking before I said this stat out loud because I saw it come up on TV the other day and I couldn't remember. Um, he now has 10 sacks or more in 10 different seasons. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that's phenomenal. That's <laughs> the guy is awesome. Uh, I, I hate the Panthers. I have no love for them at all and they're going to go so far in the playoffs. And he's tied for 10th in the NFL with those 10 sacks and he's either... Well, he's between 8 to 10 years older than each of the five players he's tied it's with. It's crazy, isn't it? He's it, just been doing it so long. I think that is absolute proof that former temporary class is permanent. Absolutely. Which is why Tom Brady will still be winning Super Bowls at 45. I mean, it, it must be frustrating for Green Bay when you see Julius Peppers, who was on your roster, doing that to you. Well, they chose to let him walk, I believe. Yeah. So. These things happen. Yeah, now... Um, well, should we? Should we? Uh, oh, it's your bird. The his. Uh, so Oi, one bird. one ass cheek equals two feet inbounds. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I don't get. I, I don't get do it. not get that. Yeah. Plus, he didn't have control of it. It's. Um, yeah. That that was the rule applied badly. Yeah. That's so. Um, yeah. That was. That was an confusing. awful, awful. McCarthy was like, "What?" Yeah, it was crazy. What? I, I, you I, know. Don't get that, that at all. Oh, decision. Um, and yeah, uh, when you win by seven as well, that's a real kick in the nuts, isn't it? Um, but I don't know who Bird is. I think he had one reception uh, for the whole season, and now he's had two touchdowns. That's because there's no fun chess. Only one legitimate one. Uh, no fun chess. No fun chess. Not, um, not last night. So yeah, so, uh, I don't think anyone, I've got anything else to go with them. So significant results from those. Uh, Gilo. Um Probably the Panthers. So, um, so really important win. Um, put some two games clear of the chasing pack, and the Packers are done. So, um, pretty significant. And Rogers back on in- injured reserve, so wasn't ready. So, a pretty significant game. I think for me, the significant result is the Chiefs. I'm not going to tell you why. Just I think it's the Chiefs. I will take the Chiefs with Paul because if they lost this game, I don't think they get into the playoffs. So, they, beating the Chargers. That's put them back in control of their own destiny. I, I take the Chiefs, and just behind them, I think I'd probably say the Ravens. I know they only played the Browns, but they—that's the sort of type team you'd expect to slip up. The the Ravens were the last team in the NFL to lose to an 0 13 team when they lost to Miami back in 2007. 
who had a quarterback called Cleo Lemon. Which is, <laughs> you're never going far called Cleo Lemon. Uh, and they would have been the only team ever to lose to two 0-13 teams if they'd lost. So I think they were trying to avoid that banana skin or lemon skin. Now, yeah, um, for me, um, I think... For me, it was Foles, four touchdowns, proving that he's not uh, much of a drop-off. Uh, result is to be expected, but yes, Foles' performance was uh, impressive. So, unless anyone's got anything to add, I think we, uh, we'll, take a, we'll take a knee. We're taking a chocolate break, by the looks of Mince pie. We have mince pies, we have mm. t- chocolate orange, selection boxes. It's a Christmas feast here at BBWHQ. Um, so, uh, yeah, we will uh, take a break and we'll come back with the second half of the results. So, we'll see you then. Bye.